The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. And a good afternoon to you. Brenton Dreger in for Andrew and Jaylen once again today as they uh, finish up a week in Mexico with lucky 630 Ched listeners having a good time down there. Good to be with you once again uh, sitting in this chair. Thanks for coming along for the ride. Uh, really looking forward to a couple of things we're going to hit on today in the 3 to 4 o'clock hour. We chatted a bit about this yesterday, but it's our teen talk panel. Trying something new. Uh... We're calling it the Teen Talk Panel. What uh, old people wish they could ask young people, but never really got the chance. And I'll lump myself in the old people category. So that's coming up between three and four. We've got three teenagers coming in studio to field uh, my questions and your questions on on technology, uh, money, the pressures of being a teen, social media, and all that sort of stuff. So that should be a lot of fun to get a get some insight into the world of teenagers uh, today. And then after uh, 2.30, we're going to talk about what's in what's in your work fridge after a little bit of uh, investigative journalism done here at the uh, 6.30 Ched newsroom refrigerator as well. Right out of the gates, though, we, we just need to talk about this. The story of the day, the story of the last 24 hours um, here in Alberta and across the country really has been... Uh, allegations of sexual misconduct and on a couple of different fronts. You've been hearing in the news here throughout the day on 630 Ched about an Alberta federal cabinet minister facing allegations of inappropriate conduct. Uh, A former employee at the legislature saying that during Kent Hare's time there, women were warned from being alone with him and she says he once referred to her as yummy. And he's now the minister for sport and disabilities. And we're waiting for uh, the Prime Minister to address the matter later today. He did speak briefly about it earlier today in Davos, but said he had yet to speak with uh, Mr. Hare about those allegations. And of course, in Ontario, uh, they've been rocked by uh, major changes there as the PC leader, Patrick Brown, has stepped down after two women came forward and told their stories to CTV News. Brown initially, uh, well, he has categorically denied, I guess, the allegations about his conduct and his character. He initially said he would, uh, you know, said he would not step down, and then late last night put out a statement saying he would step down. So uh, it's been a crazy 24 hours in politics across this country. Joining us to break this down a little bit is Alan Carter. He's the Queens Park Bureau Chief for Global News. Alan, thanks for making some time for us on what must be a very busy day for you. Yeah, thanks very much for having me on. I appreciate it. Well, maybe, first of all, you can just take us through this timeline of how this unfolded with Patrick Brown last night. Well, uh, what happened is that about uh, 8.30, 8.45, there was a press, uh, uh, or rather an email came out from press people for the progressive conservatives of a hastily called news conference. Everybody wondered what it was. I mean, you don't hold a news conference and then 9.45 in the evening in the caucus room uh, and quickly we found that it was to respond to these allegations that were coming out from the ctv report and what transpired from then is really only described us as, as shocking and highly unusual unlike anything we've seen in this province i think ever 
And that is Mr. Brown came out teary-eyed, clearly in distress, disheveled, claimed categorically that these allegations were untrue, said he would stay on as leader, he'd be back to work tomorrow the next day, at which point he fled. And by fled, I mean walked out and down through the halls and the stairways of Queen's Park with the media in tow, Hmm. shouting questions until he finally got himself in a vehicle and was whisked away. And within moments of that, we discovered the campaign team, the entire campaign team for Patrick Brown had resigned en masse. Uh, They had advised him in light of these allegations, these serious allegations that were about to be broadcast, that he should step aside. Mr. Brown did not take that advice. Then we had the allegations themselves. They are disturbing, to say the least, from 10 years ago, involving underage girls. In one particular case, a young woman who... Uh, spoke on camera but had her identity concealed, said that uh, Mr. Brown, while he was a politician in uh, Ottawa, and this young woman was an intern in his office, and invited her back to his house where there were many drinks. Mr. Brown did not drink himself, and that he uh, made a move on her on the bed, and that she characterized this as a sexual assault. Well, within a short time of Mr. Brown leaving Queen's Park, the caucus members of the, of the Progressive Conservative Party put out a statement saying that he must step down, and in the wee hours of the morning after discussing his complete and utter lack of support with the party, Mr. Brown indeed did resign. And now we are in a stage where we are waiting for the Progressive Conservatives tomorrow to gather here at Queen's Park, where they will elect an interim leader who is expected now to lead this party into the next provincial election, which happens June 7th. Hmm. Um, now obviously, this came as, well, I guess this this was making huge news across the country. Can you maybe give us a sense of uh, how much shock there might have been around this? Like, were, were people shocked and surprised? Had there been rumors swirling that something like this was out there? Can you give us a sense of what that's like? Yeah, that's an interesting backstory to all of this, is that there has been for some time whispers and talk about Mr. Brown. Um, not, I would not say that the whispers and talk that I heard as a legislative reporter um, related to anything even close to the allegations that we heard last night. We had heard allegations that Mr. Brown was, for lack of a better term, a ladies' man, a bit of a player, he's a bachelor, um, we'd heard that, you know, in his days in in Barrie, you know, and, and through university and his young political life, he very much liked to date younger women. Um, but that sounded to be scurrilous and rumor-mongering, but nothing of the uh, context in terms of the allegations that we we have heard come out now from these two young women. Right, and for the most part in Canada, we it's one of maybe the, the features of our political system that is actually an improvement on the American is that the, the private lives of our politicians, people kind of just don't care about it until it crosses a certain line, which obviously is what we're talking about here. Um, I guess, what is Patrick Brown's next move? Uh, is is his political career over at the age of 39? Or if, as he says, these allegations are wrong, doesn't he have to sue for defamation? Well, keep in mind that there is no criminal investigation, as far as we know, underway. Very police have been checked with, and they're not investigating. There's no active investigation. That's not to say that there couldn't be one coming, forthcoming. Um Mr. Brown is 
not the leader of the party. And I think as of tomorrow, he may no longer be in caucus either. Um, mm. That is a decision for the party to make. And then if he's not in caucus, then that means he's not running in the next election, at least not as a progressive conservative. And uh, so one would suggest that even though Mr. Brown has um, said that he is innocent of all charges and will do everything he can to vigorously um, defend his name, and he should have the right to do so, it is difficult to see a process in which he is able to do that and then reclaim any kind of political leverage to even run again in the next campaign. It is difficult to see within this short period of time how that would be achievable. Hmm. Um, I guess we, I mean, this, this is a political story as much as it's a personal story and it's a story of, you know, powerful older man and allegations from a, you know, significantly less powerful younger woman, underage woman in, in one case at least. Um, but on the political level, uh, Brown's progressive conservatives were leading in the polls. The liberals in particular Kathleen Wynne are very unpopular. Um, I mean, when you talk a bit about the significance of this story and try to communicate it in terms that even Albertans will kind of care about, I mean, this man was poised to become the next Premier of Ontario, wasn't he? He was. Um, I think anybody who thought that it was going to be anything but a very tight race in June was fooling themselves, even despite the low polling numbers of uh, Kathleen Wynne. Hmm. Those polling numbers had increased, and we'd seen some polls recently that had put the two parties, at least when you talk about parties, and put them really neck and neck. Ms. Wynne's personal popularity is not great, but there was also an unease, I would say, in the electorate about Patrick Brown. Whenever you speak to people about it, they say, well, you know, I'm tired of, tired of Kathleen Wynne and, and want change but i what about this guy people hadn't really figured out who he was or who he stood for in some ways in a purely political way and 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 this is of course to discount the very brave um actions by these two young women to come forward and i don't want to i don't want to put that to the side because i think that's a key part of this story that these mm-hmm. two young women decided to come forward but in the politics only of it you can see where the progressive conservatives have an opportunity here, albeit a long shot, to put a fresh face on this and perhaps generate some momentum and more excitement about their party going forward than they had previously under Mr. Brown. Yeah, fair enough. It's, I mean, it's a crude way of looking at it, but it's a, it's a good point. Yep. Um, before we let you go, Alan, and I know you've got a lot of things to do today with busy day and been a busy uh, almost 24 hours for you, but you know, in, in politics we talk about sunlight being uh, an excellent disinfectant. And do you see, I mean, we are now in the age of Me Too and Time's Up and Harvey Weinstein and all the rest. Do you think in politics and, and, and in, you know, in Ontario, in Alberta, in Canadian politics in general, is there a real culture change where men... Uh, don't hold such a disproportionate amount of po- power? I think it's underway. I think that clearly uh, you would you would have to say that you would be living under a rock if you hadn't realized that times have changed and that, you know, that behavior that in the past, you know, society may have looked askance at or, or not paid an enormous amount of attention to is now the zeitgeist of the moment. And, and that has enormous power. And I think there are legitimate reasons to ask questions about how that power is being wielded and what its impact on people and, and on lives and 
careers might be. I think there are some very serious questions to be asked about that. But at the base of it, I think if we take that we're at a moment where society has decided we are going to listen to young women who come forward, young women and men who come forward, these kind of stories, and we are going to listen and we are going to give credibility to what they have to say, then I think, yeah, things have changed absolutely and will never go back. Hmm. All right. And that's a good thing. Alan, thanks a lot for your time today. Great to be on. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. That's Alan Carter, Queens Park Bureau Chief for Global News. Uh, in Toronto, big story, big story. Yes, uh, progressive conservative leader Patrick Brown has stepped down uh, over uh, sexual misconduct allegations. And uh, there's also an Alberta connection with an Alberta MP, former MLA, also facing allegations of inappropriate conduct as well. So that has been the story, the political story across the country in the last 24 hours. Okay, we're going to fit in a quick break and get to some more reactions. Some of the comments from uh, the players in this Patrick Brown uh, incident, as well as what's happening here in Alberta in a moment when we return here on the 630 Chet Afternoon News. Brenton Dreger on the 6.30 Ched Afternoon News. Patrick Brown, progressive conservative leader, former progressive conservative leader in Ontario, has stepped down amid allegations of sexual misconduct. Just got off the phone with Alan Carter with Global News, the Queen's Park Bureau Chief in Toronto on this matter. Been a a frenzied 24 hours down there after this news conference called uh, last evening. A very unusual move, but uh, evidently Patrick Brown knew the story was about to break on CTV and decided to hold this news conference. want to play you a little bit of what he had to say in his initial response to these allegations from the two uh, young women. Ladies and gentlemen, a couple hours ago, I learned about troubling allegations about my conduct and character, and I'm here tonight to address them. First, I want to say these allegations are false, categorically untrue, every one of them. I will defend myself as hard as I can with all means at my disposal. It's never okay, it's never okay for anyone to feel they've been a victim of sexual harassment or feel threatened in any way. Let me make this clear. A safe and respectful society is what we expect and deserve. And no one appreciates that more than I do. I've got two younger sisters who are my best friends. And I've grown up in a, in a family that has taught me good values. My values and beliefs are those that we need to move forward to eradicate sexual violence and harassment across the province, across the country, everywhere. I know the court of public opinion moves fast. I've instructed my attorneys to ensure that these allegations are addressed where they should be in the court of law. In short, I reject these accusations in the strongest possible terms. It's not my values. It's not how I raised. It's not who I am. That's Patrick Brown, the now former leader of the Ontario Progressive Conservatives. Uh, Of course, Ontario Premier uh, Kathleen Wynne was uh, also asked uh, her take on what's happened. I did watch the story uh, last night, and um, I would say to those young women that uh, they were very brave. And I I want to, I acknowledge that, um, that it was very courageous for them to step forward. I would also say to them that um, they, I hope that they will find the supports that they need now because they did a very difficult thing. 
And now this is coming uh, at the same time as one of Justin Trudeau's cabinet ministers is facing allegations of inappropriate conduct. And this is in regards to an Alberta MP, an Alberta cabinet minister and former MLA from Calgary, Kent Hare. A former employee at the Alberta legislature says uh, women at the legislature were warned, warned away from being alone with him. She says Hare once referred to her as yummy. Hare is the Minister for Sport and Disabilities and recently got into hot water for harsh comments he made to a group of uh, people with disabilities. Um, it was uh, in December, I believe, that Hare was accused of making insensitive remarks to a group of thalidomide survivors, uh, saying, well, you don't have it so bad. Everyone in Canada has a sob story. And in reference to their reduced life expectancy, members of the group accused Hare of saying, so you probably have about 10 years left then now. That's good news for the Canadian government. Uh, now, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, who is uh, wrapping up his trip in Davos, uh, made this, uh, was asked about it, I guess, earlier today, and here's what he had to say about the allegations against Kent Air. I am unequivocal in uh, my support uh, for women who step forward with, uh, with allegations of this nature, uh, and that continues. Uh, I haven't yet had the opportunity to speak uh, directly with Kent. Uh, I will in the coming hours, uh, and we will have more to say uh, before the plane lifts off tonight. So, uh, you would expect to hear something shortly out of uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's inner circle as he leaves Davos and heads back to Canada here at some point later on today. Obviously, we're talking, what, seven, eight hours ahead of us uh, in the time zone. So, that'll be something to watch for throughout the day here uh, on 6.30. Ched, we'll keep you posted on what develops on that story. Been a crazy 24 hours. All right, we need to take a break here for our news in just a moment. Um... We want to switch gears, though, and uh, yeah, just switch gears. We can't we can't dwell on this uh, all afternoon, but it has been a crazy uh, crazy twenty four hours. In the next half hour, we're going to delve into the the wild world of your work fridge. Yeah, and this is inspired by some work that uh, a couple people in our newsroom took upon themselves to delve into our work refrigerator and uh, see what was going on inside. How old? The food was what they found. So we'll delve into that after the 2.30 news with uh, Morgan Black and Carrie McCarthy. And want to let you know as well, after 3 o'clock, really excited about this, teen talk. Teen talk. The questions uh, old people always wanted to ask teenagers but never, never get the chance. That's between 3 and 4. We'll get three teenagers in studio to chat a bit about what it's like being a teenager these days. How do they handle uh, the pressures of being a young person in a... In a social media saturated world with uh, technology at your fingertips. Really looking forward to that. So we've got some lots of questions we want to hit on there. And we'll invite your input as well. So you can text us 630-630 if you've got questions for our Teen Talk panel. Should let you know as well. Of course, Oilers play tonight against the Calgary Flames. 7 o'clock, face-off show starting at 530 here on 630 Chet. And then on Sunday, Sunday, January 28th, you can hear the NHL All-Star Game here on 6.30 Ched, featuring the Oilers' Connor McDavid, and that's Sunday at 1.30. So that should be a good time as well. All right, we need to take a break for the news. Back with more in a moment here on 6.30 Ched. The 6.30 Ched Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Ched.